You're listening to Wellness Wednesday, a show about health and wellness in the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. This week, a conversation with the Yukon-Kuskokwim Fitness Center. Hey everybody, Brian Jackson back with you for another Wellness Wednesday. Um, today, I just wanted to give a very brief and um, shallow dive into the world of nutrition and eating a little bit healthier. Um, the subject of nutrition, as we were saying earlier off air, is it's a very deep and wide river and we just don't have the time to get into all of that. So what we're going to do is just try and make things a little bit easier for you when you're making your plate at dinner, breakfast, lunch, snack time, um, just a few things to remember and guidelines when you're, when you're making that plate. Um, I would say first of all that the, there are what we consider five nutrients that we are looking for, three macronutrients and two micronutrients. Um, the three macronutrients are all very important to you for one thing or another. And we're going to start with protein today. And proteins are basically the, everything that your body's made of with as far as muscle, bone, blood, skin, hair, everything that, um, that you're made of is made with proteins. Your body uses proteins for growth and repair and, you know, energy in your cells as well. Um, proteins, they are made of little building blocks called amino acids. Um, you've got 11 of them that are non-essential. That means your body can make it up out of things that it eats other places, you know, whether that be grains or, or fats or vegetables. Um, your body can take some of those little parts and knit them together and make those non-essential amino acids. But there are nine amino acids that your body just can't make, and you have to get that out of your foods. Um, some of those good proteins that we're looking for whenever we're trying to put things on our plate are things like eggs, fish, which we are very lucky and fortunate to have a nice bounty this year, uh, chicken. You want to look at white meat chicken over dark meat chicken. Lean meats, another thing that we are fortunate to have up here is that good moose meat. It's lean, it's organic, it's uh, about as good as you can get for red meat. Um, other sources are dairy, like whole milk or cottage cheese and yogurt. You can also get your proteins from nuts and seeds. Um, if someone is uh, not quite so able to have dairy, what might be a good alternative for that? Well, again, I would go back to chicken. I would go to the um, fishes. Just about any kind of fish is going to be great for you, especially what we get up here, the, the salmon that we get up here. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into a little bit more of that, but it provides great protein. It provides great um, fats and oils and other nutrients that are just fantastic. Um, we're pretty fortunate with that. Um you can get it out of nuts if you're not allergic to nuts or legumes. Those are also good sources that are non-dairy. Um, you know, if you're able to catch ducks and ptarmigan, those are fantastic sources as well. Because again, you're talking about lean. You're talking uh, organic meats. So, great sources of fish there. The pike fish that we can catch, 
um, lush fish, all of those fishes are great for you. Um, a good rule of thumb when you're making that plate, how much do I eat? As much as I would like to sit down to a 16-ounce ribeye, that's not good for me. That is probably two, three times as much protein as one needs. Uh, when you're looking at your protein sources, look at your hand, just the palm of your hand. Don't count your fingers. But the palm of your hand is the perfect size for a portion of protein to when you sit down at the dinner table or breakfast table. That's, you know, a couple of eggs, a nice little cut of um, steak or a piece of fish fillet. Palm size, your palm, not mine. Some of the proteins that you, not all proteins are created equal. There are those good proteins that we just discussed, and then there are proteins that are either of lesser quality or downright unhealthy for you. And as much as it breaks my heart to say, bacon is on that list. Um, other processed meats as well, like deli meats and ham, um, things like that, just aren't great for you. They're packed with preservatives. They're packed with sodium, nitrates, nitrites. All these things have um, been linked to inflammation in the body, high blood pressure, increased risk of uh, cancer, and you know, just a myriad of other health problems. Um, I will be the last person in the world to tell you to not eat those things because I like a little bacon with my eggs on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. But these are things that we should treat as one-off proteins rather than something that we consume um, at every meal or every day or even every week. You mm -hmm. know, it's just something that we want to approach with a little bit more cautiously and, and a little yeah. bit more respectfully. In moderation. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Yep. Um, the second macro that people need to get into their bodies, which is taking sort of a bad rap in some dietary circles, and I say dietary circles in the diet fad sort of um, way of speaking rather than nutrition, and that's carbohydrates. You have to have carbohydrates in your diet. Because your body burns on predominantly carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. That's your main energy source for your body. Um, it feeds your brain. It feeds your muscles. It, um, you know, it, 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 it's also what your body uses when it's storing energy so it can use it at a later time. Mm -hmm. And that's what the, the keto diet is the one that keto is the predominant severely one. limits yeah, or which cuts is basically out. a protein fat based diet, mm -hmm. which some folks think that, Hey, I can just eat all the bacon that I want. And then <laughs> again, you're eating, you know, just unhealthy. A lot of people just want to start eating cheese and bacon. Yeah. And, um, doing themselves a great disservice. I feel like with, with all of these, uh, different categories of food and nutrition, it's always important to remember, um, you need a little bit of everything, but just within balance Correct. of one another. Yeah, and you'll see that in a lot of these things. Like I'll talk about, um, you know, milk being a good source of protein, but it's also a high source of fat. So mm -hmm. you're getting your protein, but you need to moderate that yeah. because you don't want to overload on the fat aspect of it. Again, nutrition is a deep and wide river of of information. Mm -hmm. Um so your carbohydrates are made out of basically sugars, and you've got your short branch sugars, which we call simple sugars, and those are the things that you can use for immediate energy in your body, and we've got some longer chain sugars, which will turn into starches um, and fibers, which is another thing that your body needs desperately. Um, 
So the sugars, again, for energy, fiber, you know, that's good for digestion and um, heart health um, and other, you know, it's good for your just gut health in general. Um, some of those good carbohydrates are things like grains like quinoa, which is not really a grain, but it's a seed. But it gets treated like a grain in the kitchen, so they call it a pseudo-grain. Bran, buckwheat, um, other good carbs are sweet potatoes, which are great for starches. Bananas, when they're still a little bit firm, when they start getting soft, those starches start turning into sugars. That's how you tell like a green banana from a spotty banana. Have mm-hmm. Big flavor profile and textural differences. Um, apples are fantastic because they are very high in fiber as well as those simple sugars that your body needs. Uh, berries, hopefully this year will be a good berry year. Um, fantastic antioxidants and those healthy sugars that you want in there as well. Beans, an amazing source of fiber as well as a source of protein. Uh, beets, again, milk, carbohydrate, and a protein, and a fat. So, Lots of overlap. Yes, lots of overlap. It's all connected. Um, and so when you're buying your groceries and you're looking at, like, what kind of fruits and vegetables do I want, obviously, if you're buying and you can, fresh is always best. All the nutrients are there, the phytonutrients in your greens. Um they haven't been processed. They are as in their natural state as they're going to be. If you can't get fresh, it's often very limited up here. Your next best, best option is frozen because these items are typically flash frozen. They're not cooked. They're not processed. They're just cut, flash frozen, packaged for your consumption to cook them on, on the end there. Um, and finally, I'd say, you know, like your third best option would be canned. These often have some sort of preserve, preservation to them, whether it be a little salt or sugar or something like that. And they've typically been cooked. Well, they have been cooked because they're going to go through that pressure cooking process. So fresh, frozen, canned. Those are our options from greatest to not as great. Um some of those kind of, when you're putting your plate out for carbohydrates, you can load up on as many leafy greens as you want. Just let her rip. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice plate filler. They're tasty. They're amazingly good for you. Um, if you're eating your, you know, your quinoa or your buckwheat or your oatmeal or something like that, think about like cupping your hand and what you can fit into a cupped hand is a good portion for things like that. Um, some of the carbohydrates that you may want to avoid, limit or avoid, we're going to start with the big ones, sugar and sugary cereals. I think a lot of folks have seen those little posters that show, like, the different drinks and then the amount of sugar that are in them. Mm-hmm. They're basically just sugar water with a little color and a little bubbles in them. They're absolutely horrible for you. There's no nutritional value. And on top of that, you know, some of the things that they put in them mm-hmm. are just terrible for your teeth, your gut. It's Some of those um, energy drinks really give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. They're frightening. Yeah. The amount of calories, or they, they're full of calories, empty calories, all sugar, and then they spike it with um, caffeine. Mm-hmm. It just sends your heart into overdrive. They're mm-hmm. just... Makes you, makes you feel like you're getting that energy, but really it's yeah. just... 
And then you're going to bonk. You're mm-hmm. just going to crash immediately. Mm-hmm. And then they serve them in 24-ounce cans and things Ugh. like that. Um, so if you ever did need something like that, you definitely wouldn't need it in that sort of volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's try to avoid sodas and sugary cereals where we can. Just That's just a good general rule. Um, bread and pasta also breaks my Italian-loving heart, but... They're just not fantastic carbohydrates. They're, they've been processed. The nutrients have typically been cooked out of them to make that flour. Um, they sure are tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they are definitely something that you would want to save for, you know, a special occasion or just every once in a while. Not something find, you want to make a part of your regular meal. Yeah, I find that when I, I'm in a pinch, and I am like, okay, what am I going to make for dinner? And I just end up throwing together some pasta. I always try to at least have some vegetables in there. Yep. Makes it feel a little bit more balanced, a little bit less like I'm just having all this empty whatever going in. Uh, and it's delicious, but it doesn't leave me feeling quite as filled or nutritiously fulfilled Agreed. as it would if yeah. I had some some nice veggies thrown in. We had pasta for dinner last night. Our girls cooked our dinner for our anniversary, and mm-hmm. it was delicious. But I could tell this morning at the gym that I did <laughs> not have proper fuel in the tank when I was working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. Why is it that um, a lot of athletes will, like, carbo load before a big meet? Is that just because uh, – and a lot of the time that will include a lot of pasta um, – is that just because it gets you that quick energy? Like, what is the the reasoning behind that? So, a lot of times with the carb loading, you are literally just putting those storage those starches in the bank, mm-hmm. um, and you'll notice that they're doing it before one particular race, like mm-hmm. a marathon or something mm-hmm. like that. It's not something that they're training with um, regularly. These guys, are, and 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 oftentimes, like the real professional level athletes are going to their carbs are going to be those healthier carbs. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, an easy source of carbohydrates to get in. I think there's a little bit of uh, like your brain reward system as well. Like, hey, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Tonight I get to treat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but all those carbohydrates are good if you're going to be doing something like running for three hours. <laughs> yeah. You know, but most of us aren't going to go and run for three hours mm-hmm. a day so, or three hours every day. So. Those are not things that we need to, you know, eat in the volume that we do. A, if you've ever been to a casual, any, name your casual Italian restaurant, they're going to put a bowl of pasta in front of you that is as big as a trough. <laughs> and it's usually super delicious because it's also loaded with fats and mm-hmm. other things and salts and you just want to eat, eat, eat. Um, but again, with those things, think about making a cup of you with your hand and that's where you want to be with those less than healthy carbs um, for most of us that are, you know, doing our regular daily energy expenditures. Mm-hmm. Um, other things to avoid, chips and candy. Again, chips and candy. Candy is literally just flavored sugar. You get nothing nutritionally out of that. Um, if you were in the middle of that marathon and somebody gave you a handful of gummy bears, sure, that's fine. Your body is going to go right through it, but... We don't need, and especially don't need to sit our kids down and get them, you know, shareable size bags of Skittles and gummy bears and Swedish fish and things like that. Sorry, I shouldn't be dropping official na- real names, but <laughs> um, 
they just don't need to be eating candy like that. It's terrible for their teeth. It's terrible for their bodies just can't process it. It's going to get turned straight to fat. Um, we're talking about belly fat. We're talking about fat that grows around your organs. Um, there's just no redeeming nutritional value in those sorts of things. Chips, same way. Typically, only more laden with salts. Um, and those starches and those potatoes, if it's a potato chip or if it's a corn chip, have been cooked down and processed so much that there's nothing nutritionally left there. You're just eating, you know, bulk mm-hmm. uh, calories. And they're typically fried in oil. So you've also got like trans fats or um, saturated fats that are on top of that. Eat a potato. <laughs> um, and the reasons that we want to avoid those carbohydrates, um, of those those not so great carbohydrates, you know, those can lead to things like high blood pressure, high blood sugars. They can mess up your um, cholesterol levels. You can it'll elevate your what they call your um, uh, let's see your HDLs, which are your your good cholesterols. It will depress them while elevating your LDL cholesterols, which is the sticky, icky cholesterol that doesn't allow your body to, you know, your cell membranes are typically fat-soluble, and those LDLs don't allow for the proper nutrition or transference of nutrition and waste through those cell metabolism. It'll give you high triglycerides, obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. The list goes on and on, but those are the real common ones that we see um, when people are just eating excessive sugars and processed foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, save that for maybe a camping trip or a boat. Just a, just a one-off. It's yeah. not something that should be included in your regular diet. And then the last one, which may get an even worse rap than the carbohydrates, is fat. Um, 100% absolutely essential for your body. Um, your body uses it to build cell membranes. It works. It's your, a lot of folks may not know this, but your entire nervous system is basically wrapped in a thin little layer of a myelin sheath or some other little aspect of it that's just basically all fats. You, you've got to have this for popular, pop, for cellular function nerve function, hormones. Um, it's also a good source of fuel, um, especially when it gets really cold. You know, you can have those fats in there and start to start to burn those so your body can warm itself up. Um, a rule of thumb for your portions on those is literally your thumb. Look at your thumb. <laughs> That's about how much fat you need at a, at a sitting. Um and those include, you know, like um, olive oil, nuts, avocados. We're a big fan of avocado, a little bit with avocado with our egg in the morning. Yum. Yeah. Um, salmon is an excellent source of good fats. Um, it's also got those omega-3s in it That's and omega-6s. I think there's more than that. There's a ton of them, but just an amazingly healthy food. Um Things that you want to limit or avoid, saturated and trans fats. These are typically been processed. Trans fats are like animal fats that have been processed to turn to a solid. So it should be a liquid at room temperature. 
and then it's just been turned or solid that's been turned into a liquid mm-hmm. you have to, but um they're terrible for your body you know, it used to be very common in um the fast food industry to use um trans fats for cooking things in it's awfully tasty but it's terrible for your heart and the rest of your body um Unfortunately, butter is on that list. Also, hurts my feelings. You know, it's, you know, again, Sunday breakfast, I'm going to have a little bit of butter on my biscuit, but I'm not going to just slather everything in butter every day um, whenever I sit down to, to, to eat. Shortening, lard, heavy cream, and we're going to get back to that overlap, milk. There's a lot of um, fats in those too, so if you want to... Get a, you know you can talk to a nutritionist or your doctor, but there you want to limit that dairy intake whenever you're um, if you're trying to watch your fats and your cholesterol and all that. Um, and the reasons being that again these unhealthy fats will um, contribute to your heart disease, obesity, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. It's just. Um, your body just doesn't do well with it, especially with the lifestyle that a lot of us lead here in the 21st century. We've gotten used to a lot of creature comforts, and we just don't burn calories like our forefathers did. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just not as physically active as they used to be. Um, and then we get down to our micronutrients. And both of these can be obtained through regular balanced meal. Like You don't need to go and seek them out. You can take a multivitamin if you want to. Uh, I would talk to your doctor about that as well, your primary care physician. Um, vitamins and minerals are our two micronutrients. And your vitamins you've got to have for metabolic function. That's just you're making your body work full stop. Hormone regulation, wound care, fighting infections and disease. And then minerals are what we use for bone growth. Your body's going to take those minerals, knit it into a nice little femur, and there's your leg, nice and strong. Uses minerals also for metabolizing carbs and protein into energy, and it also makes enzymes in the body, which helps facilitate digestion or, you know, lots of other functions in the body. So what exactly does it mean that these are micro and macronutrients what are what are the categorizations of that's a good question um so macronutrients are going to constitute a significant portion of your diet you know excuse me your proteins i've seen range from 10 to 35 percent of your caloric intake your carbohydrates 40 to 65 i'm just throwing out some numbers there fats 10 to 20 percent um Whereas micronutrients are fractions of a percent. They're scant traces of these minerals that you need in your body. They're not going to be a fat. They're, they're going to be a part of the things that you're already eating. Mm-hmm. So fractions of a gram, you know, thousands of hundreds of a gram, thousands of a gram. So literally micro in their scale and what you need. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. I feel like uh, my brain keeps going back to the good old food pyramid, which yeah. um, I think is a helpful tool, but obviously can be a bit outdated at times in terms of how we view diet and healthy diet and healthy relationship to diet. Um, but it can be a good tool for just kind of visualizing 
what we probably want more and less of. Um, Absolutely. But I also feel like it's important to say, like, how we kind of mentioned with carbohydrates, um, there's a lot of fad diets that will encourage people to pretty excessively limit their intake of certain things. Um, and I like to think about all of these components of a healthy diet as things that your body needs to achieve certain functions. Um, so there's not anything on this list that you don't need. Um, you just need it in different amounts to Correct. allow your body yeah. to achieve those things. I think the only person that should be telling you what you should restrict significantly in your diet is your nutritionist or your provider who's probably going to restore to direct you to a nutritionist. If somebody on the internet's told you that you need to cut your carbohydrates out or your fats completely out. See, we had a real problem in the fifties and sixties and seventies where the sugar industry was blaming everything on fat. Mm -hmm. So we went all these low fat diets and everything, but they were, they were doing at the same time without telling you is spiking sugars. And you can look at charts of American health, from the 50s to now, and you can almost see right where those sugar execs started saying, fats are bad, mm -hmm. stay away from fat. And then, like, behind the scenes, they're just pumping sugar mm -hmm. into, your sh into your food. And you can look at that, that chart, and you can see obesity, heart disease, cancer, um, you know, high blood pressure, all of those things just take off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, don't let somebody on the TikTok or the or the internet tell you that you need to be doing eating this or eating that. That's something between you, your doctor, and a nutritionist um, to put you on that path. Because that guy on the internet doesn't know you. Exactly. He doesn't know your medical conditions, your health, your you know lifestyle. He's just taking a wide scatter shot and seeing what sticks. So. Exactly. Yeah, so if fun. you have any questions for any of these, uh, this topic that you talked today, or you had any concerns about your diet, take that up with your primary care physician, and you know maybe they can make you a recommendation to talk to someone at the diabetes department or a nutritionist here at YK. Um, that would be my closing advice today: is load up on your your veggies, healthy proteins, healthy fats, and. Uh, Nice, clean plate. Thank you for listening to Wellness Wednesday, a show about health and wellness in the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. Listen online at kyuk.org or tune in live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. right here on KYUK.